Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones, and today's topic is going to be about, I don't know, fitness trends and equipment. So when I first started, I thought, I'm going to do this about my favorite fitness equipment. And then I went down the deep hole of the internet and the interweb and started looking at the history of fitness and what are the different trends because there's so many things that are so interesting to me that I couldn't help myself. And uh, so I think you'll be entertained by what I'm going to share with you. So if you have or someone who has participated in any type of physical activity in the last 25 years or so, probably I'm lying because it's probably older than that. You have considered either buying equipment or trying something or or um, going to a gym and, and trying something differently. And so I started to look around and I wanted to know, like, what are the popular trends? And so I found one article that talked about the popular trends from 1956 uh, to current day. And I was totally entertained because in 1956, the... A uh, fitness trend was roller derby, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of cool." And I think it was more about watching it than it was about doing it. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. As a, and I'm just going to roll through the list. So, 1957 was the Universal Gym Machine, which is kind of funny because I remember in high school we used to call it the Universal, and every once in a while I catch myself kind of dating myself by calling it the Universal. 1958 was hula hooping. And, of course, that made its trend back with now weighted hula hoops uh, that kind of kick your ass. 1959 was the Jack LaLanne show. We got a chance to watch this little dude who was shredded to pieces uh, do crazy, you know, uh, strength feats. Um, and he was definitely somebody who, uh, I guess he started, like, with the smoothies and all that kind of stuff. He was really about the whole package of an athlete, having the fitness, nutrition, and everything so that you could be as the best person that you can be. Um, speaking of, in 1962 was the fitness program, a.k.a. the president's presidential fitness. Uh, I can't remember. They it, they call it a workout, but it was something else. Anyway, uh, JFK was the first person to start it. And this is what you have to do when you're, I think, in middle school. It's like fifth grade is one, and then another one is either seventh or eighth grade where you have to do your presidential fitness test and you get the little medallion or whatever you get now. So um, that was in 1962. 1964 is the birth of body weight exercises, back then known as calisthenics. Uh, 1965 was the first stationary bike. 66 was the sauna suit because you can sweat away those calories. Uh, 67 was the vibrating belts to twim, trim your waist, twim, uh, trim, <laughs> trim your waist. And I always remember like seeing, you know, the, the, uh, ladies, cause it was always ladies. I never, I don't think I've ever seen a video where a man was on it, but you know, they're standing there with a big belt around their waist and getting, you know, their fillings shook out of their face, um, while they're doing it. 
1969 was the birth of stretch classes. Uh, 1970 was electronic stim machines. So, uh, you know, the little pads that you put on and then you have, uh, the, the controller in your hand and you get to, you know, I guess, um, build muscle by turning it up really high and causing the muscle to tense and release. Uh, 1972 was Nautilus equipment. Um, of course, if you were ever a gym member, you remember Nautilus equipment because it was everywhere and there was always a machine that was broken, which is kind of funny. Uh, 1976 speed bag training was the thing. Of course, it coincided with Rocky coming out because, of course, everybody saw the body and you thought, oh, if I do that speed bag workout, I can't even say it, then I'm going to be looking just like Sylvester Stallone. Uh, 1977, bodybuilding became a thing, and of course that coincides with the movie Pumping Iron. 1978, treadmills. Um, they were originally created as um, stress test machines for doctor's offices, and then of course they, just like everything else, get packaged out for general distribution, and now they've kind of become a staple. Uh, 1979, roller skating makes its... Um, full circle, right? 20 years later, comes back. 1980, gravity boots. Uh, 1981, fitness videos hit the scene. Jane Fonda, Jack LaLanne, uh, Denise Austin. Uh, 1984 is size, and those suckers are still going, so go for you. Uh, good for you, the jazzercise people. 1985, personal training. Um, I did not know this. This is the first time that people are actually paying a coach or another individual to coach them on how to use weights, how to work out, um, which I find interesting because we were kind of at a recession at that time. So it seems, um, I don't know, frivolous to pay somebody else to train you uh, when you're waiting online for gas and all the other things that were happening during the 80s. Uh, 1986 is the Bowflex. Um, 87, Buns of Steel, remember that? Sweat into the Oldies, Richard Simmons. 1990, Thigh Master, right? Uh, Suzanne Summers, right, was the Thigh Master. 93 was the Nordic track. This was the original Nordic track, which totally sucked if you ever used one. You had a thin little slice of wood, and you had the cables, and you had to kind of go back and forth, and if you screwed up, you fell off it, and you got hurt. Um... 1984 was the ab roller, 85, or sorry, 94, 95 was the eight minute abs, 98 was the elliptical machine, everybody's favorite, uh, 99 was Tybo, right, Billy Blanks and the whole Tybo thing, 2000 was the evolution of Pilates in the United States, because we know that Pilates is really old, um, as well as 2001 was the kettlebell, same thing, right? Other countries were totally using it, but it just became popular in the United States during that time. 2003 was P90X. Uh, 2004, yoga became popular in the United States. Again, kind of funny because, you know, we're talking thousands of years, people have been doing that kind of stuff. 2005 was the bar workout, which I will do anything not to do a bar workout because that is extremely painful, little teeny tiny movements, very dance-like. So for those of you who are ballerinas, God bless you because that stuff hurts. Uh, 2006 was TRX, 
and then we start hitting technology 2008 as we fit. Uh, then we bounce back to uh, the videos with 2009 was insanity. Uh, I have friends that were doing that, and I thought they were insane for participating in it. My favorite, 2010, the shake weight, still makes me giggle. Um, 2011, kickboxing makes another round. Uh, then 2012, we hit Zumba land, right, which lasted a good amount of time. I mean, people are still doing Zumba. And it's uh, how many, 14 years later, or uh, 12 years, yeah, 12 years, I can do math. Uh, 2013, the spin class becomes a thing. 2014, the Peloton. Uh, 2016, hot yoga. 2017, CrossFit. 2018, hit. And then from then on, we have the mirror, Apple Fitness Plus, Fitbit, all that kind of good stuff. As I was doing my research, I also came across an article from July 2023, which was saying that the equipment you choose is like your fitness horoscope. And so they go through little things. And I thought it was kind of entertaining, if anything, to kind of look at that. And they, you know, so each thing has a category. So if you're a stair stepper kind of person, and I didn't even have that on my list. Huh? I wonder when the stair stepper started. Uh, anyway, if you're a stair stepper kind of person, you um, are really tough, <laughs> I guess would be the easiest way to say it. I do it, you know, like I do it for a couple of minutes and I'm like, I am fantastic for probably the first two minutes. And then after that, I'm grabbing onto the rails and I'm dying, right? But they consider it the crucible of the cardio machines. Um, barbells are about simplicity, right? And because that's it, right? You want to keep it simple and do your thing. Dumbbells. Uh, I think it's funny because they said, you know, these are the f if these are your favorite tools to work with in the gym, you're probably fall into one or two of these categories: is that you saw pumping iron and it made a strong, uh, strong impact on your fitness career. You absolutely cannot, under any circumstances, be asked to wait for the only squat rack. You have fun mom energy. Or you believe in unilateral training and that that will fix your fitness woes. And I was a little offended because I'm like, well, I don't know what category I fit into. Probably the pumping iron because I thought that was kind of cool. Kettlebells, if you use kettlebells, you're a purist. And um, basically because a kettlebell does everything. You can get your cardio out of it. You can get your coordination, um, you know, balance kind of stuff done. Uh, you know, you get used to throwing things, right? All the things that have happened as part of a kettlebell. Uh, it's considered the jack of all trades of equipment. Um, if you are a cable person, you uh, are, what is it? You pitch your tent on the cable machine for the better part of an hour. <laughs> so you don't like a lot of change. And I think that's kind of funny because... Anybody who goes to the gym knows that getting on the cable machine is really difficult because there are just people that just hang on them forever and you're like, dude, go away so I can just do my set and move on, but it's kind of funny. Treadmills, um, those are the safe and very straightforward and that's the type of person that you are on, uh, that you are. I don't know what my problem is today. I'm having a hard time talking. Uh, you may be working on boosting your step count or um, you are wanting to have a more active lifestyle by doing the treadmill. Uh, exercise machines, 
this is uh, considered like the bread and butter of, you know, you don't want to learn some kind of fancy technique. You just want to get on there, look at the little, um, you know, sticker on the side of the machine, do your thing, <laughs> get off whatever effort you need to. Calisthenics, you are, uh, again, kind of a um, purist because you don't want to mess with any of funny machines or anything like that. You reject modern modern modernity. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, I guess you reject being modern. How's that? Uh, you embrace tradition, right? Calisthenics are the old thing, old school kind of stuff. And those are the, they call it the paleo diet of physical fitness. Um, I think it's funny because I was also reading an article this morning and the army is making their shift away from calisthenics and they're definitely moving toward weight workouts. So there's deadlifts now as part of the uh, physical fitness um, test that we have to take. There's a lot of different exercises because when I was in the military, you did push-ups, sit-ups, and you ran, and that was it. And now the military is starting to embrace the CrossFit-type workouts and they really want to you know you have to as a soldier you have to be prepared to carry a heavy load and I think moving weights and and doing farmers carries and all the things that they have to do those are probably good things and it probably reduces a lot of energy so anyway that was my fun little trek down uh, fitness lane and a little bit of a history and you know, my feeling, of course, as always, is that you're going to do whatever you need to do for you. And that's the that's the catch, right? Is that if you're doing something that is uncomfortable or makes you feel unsafe, right? You know, sometimes for women, going to the gym and trying to lift barbells is a difficult thing. One, you can't always get on the machine. And two, you know, you need somebody to spot you. And it always feels weird to have somebody spot you, if, especially if you don't know them. So, you know, I think you have to choose whatever you're going to do. I know for me, I enjoy going to the gym because there's certain equipment, pieces of equipment that I don't have access to. And I have zero interest in purchasing them for my house. Um, I do sometimes like to walk backwards on the treadmill. Uh, sometimes I walk on the treadmill. I will do the elliptical. Um, they have those rope climbing machines now, which are kind of cool, but man, they hurt and they kick your butt too. Like I was doing that the other day and I was like, I can do 10 minutes. And I was like, I can do three minutes and let's go. And that's all I did was three minutes because that's what you have to do. Um, you know, the rower, there's, there's all different things that are big that are not something that I'm going to have at my house. With that, I have a lot of equipment at my house. Well, more weights, right? And I have the easy stuff. Um, I just purchased a hyper, um, back extension machine, um, which just kind of holds you still while you do your exercises. And I love it. I love the idea of it because it allows me to do some exercises that, I want to do and really don't want to go to the gym just for that one thing. And so I get to use that now. And I have here for my training clients, I have kettlebells, I have dumbbells. I do not have barbells because they take up a tremendous amount of space. And then I have a couple of other little things around there, um, some bands, um, things that are easy to travel with. Um, and really, it just comes down to what you want 
to have in terms of equipment at your house? What are the things that you feel um, you have space for? Because not everybody has the same size facility at their house, right? Some people have extra room, some people don't. Um, and it's really just about you. And, you know, find your groove. If you want to go ahead and try something different, you know, I did Zumba for a while and it was fun. And um, after a while it started to get boring and then I moved on to something different. And I like to always try new fitness trends just to keep myself sharp. And I also want to know what my clients are interested in and different things that are going on in the fitness community because I am watching these trends go and they there's a resurgence, right? You know, for a long time, people didn't touch barbells because it was all about body weight, right? P90X changed everything. And now we're getting back to it because CrossFit came along and now we're seeing all these people who are absolutely jacked and are phenomenal athletes that are doing this. And so this is something that we are interested in. Um, anyway, that's all I got for you. I'd love to hear what's your favorite piece of equipment. So don't forget to leave like a comment and I will catch you next time.